welcome to the first episode of season two. I'm your host, Sarah Chappay. And I'm your other host, Jake Cooley. The Relatively Relatable Podcast is a weekly podcast about life, trends, and advice from two people who have no business giving it. Relatively Relatable is brought to you by Blank Slate Link. And to find out more, you can head to our Instagram page at Relatively Relatable Pod. So, Jake. It's uh, kind of weird. That was my opportunity to rebrand. Yeah, and you didn't. It was just too natural. I don't think we can. No. Also... like I I think the next sticker pack has to say so, Jake, on it. (laughs) You've also made me, like, blindly aware to how much I say so. (laughs) Really? And I can't, like, undo it now when I am talking or texting. Oh, when you, like... um say so at the end of a sentence yes like well i already did it so yeah and you're (laughs) like so what i'm like what do you mean so what (laughs) like i said it and you're like and i didn't i don't don't appreciate being that aware of myself i don't know why but i just have these certain things that are like they bother me a lot when people (laughs) say them (laughs) and that's one of them for some reason it's not just when you do it it's like when anyone does it it's like it has this sort of, in my opinion, this sort of like really snarky undertone to it. Like so being I'm like, always, so... Yeah, like being like, so that's how it is, basically. Yeah. And I know that's not how you mean it, but like when I read it, especially if it's something like about our project or something that we're like kind of hashing out, I'm always like, well, I guess we're done talking about this because she just said so. <laughs> like, so F you, that's what, how it's going to be. <laughs> it's so more I've just like... Started, I don't I've have started, any more uh, words, no more like sentence to wrap it up. So well, I just then say just so. leave the sentence as it is. But sometimes it feels unfinished, you know? Um, yeah, well, my strategy for um, dealing with these things that people do that bother me is not to like deal with them myself. It's to Pavlov train them. <laughs> so like my, <laughs> my, gr- <laughs> my girlfriend, <laughs> I think this is, it's kind of a subconscious thing that I do, but I've, I mean, I've realized it now, but. Um, my girlfriend always used to say, like, if she doesn't hear me, she'll say, huh? But she says it like kind of aggressively (laughs) and it drives me nuts because I don't, that's one of those things that it's like when people say, huh? It just like, is like nails on the chalkboard to me. Probably because you were raised with it. Yeah. Our whole family does it. (laughs) Um, so like anytime she would do that, I would do it back to her. (laughs) (laughs) Huh? Huh? Or something, or I would just like, I don't know, basically make her feel terrible about herself to the point where she wanted to change it, so. Yeah, that's what I'm doing, too. Pretty healthy, huh? Yeah. Huh? But there's there's other things, too, like, um, I don't know, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but basically I just like, if something annoys me, I will make it annoying for the other person to do the thing that annoys me so that they stop. <laughs> other than Other than having like a a legitimate conversation like hey it really kind of puts me on my heels when you say Bye. so at the end of your sentences to me it's easier just to say so what well when you were saying so what I was like kind of self-conscious because I'm like am I not saying this correctly because that is a thing I do I don't say things correctly or explain we all, things correctly. we all so know yeah I was like what and it was a very like straightforward sentence the first time and I explained it to you a different way because I was like, yeah. well, maybe he just, some people learn differently. And you were like, 
And I think I said so still at the end of that. And you were like, no. (laughs) (laughs) You missed the point. (laughs) I didn't get it. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, that's a thing that I do. It's also a thing that you do. So. 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 (laughs) Funny story real quick about that. So. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm so bad at like saying the correct word. Like, the longest time I thought it was, I'm going to blow a casket. Yeah. <laughs> and nobody had corrected me until Stefan and our friend were like, what did you say? And you know when people say that, you're like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. And so when we were on our trip, we were camping, and I told Ashley, oh, I, have, I lost a bet to Stefan, so I have to bake him his favorite like dessert when we get home. And she said, oh, what was the bet? And I said... If storks were real, I, my, I didn't believe they were real. And Stefan said they were. And she said, what? And I said, oh no, that's not the word. I was like, storks? If storks are real? And she's like, what's a stork? And I was like, am I saying it wrong? (laughs) And I was like, a stork, you know, like brings babies. And she's like, what are you talking about? She had never heard of it. Really? Imagine being 26 years old. And hearing that there's a bird that brings babies to your well, they're, <laughs> front they're porch. not real. Yeah, but like that's how I described it to her is that there's a bird that brings babies. And so then I right. asked our other friend, Jordan, I said, Jordan, what are, what are storks? She's like, oh, they bring babies. And Ashley's like, what in the heck is, no. So you lost the bet? I lost the bet, yeah. Because you said they aren't real. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Did you just Google it? No, it's oh. just it's kind of an un, it's kind of an unfair bet because Why? like in your head you would be like no way those are real because no yeah. bird brings babies right but a stork is actually a real bird yeah it just doesn't bring babies to your doorstep <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah but for that split second I was like oh crap have I been saying the word stork wrong this entire time yeah but uh, the uh, the casket that. thing too is like. <laughs> It's so funny, but it's one of those things that you can get away with, I feel like, for a long time. And no one will, unless you like text it, no one will question you because Mm -hmm. like the hard G and like the C, like if you say, usually when you say I'm going to blow a gasket, you're pretty worked up. Yeah. So you kind of like hit it with some gusto. So like saying gasket really hard sounds like casket. Yeah. Thank you for that. I can see where you would make the mistake. It's just hilarious (laughs) to think about like the literal difference of a a gasket blowing from being overpressurized and a casket exploding for no reason. Well, so yeah, they explained it to me. They're like, it's a gasket. And I was like, that's not a real word. And they were like, what? And I was like, it's a casket. And they're like, what are you going around shooting caskets with shotguns? Like what? That doesn't make sense either. (laughs) Yeah. And you never like think about it until you're forced to think about it. And I'm like, right. Oh. And then when they explained what a gasket was, I was like, yeah, that makes way more sense than a casket, but... But most people actually don't know what a gasket is, so... Yeah. That's okay, man. Yeah. I, I get it. I think it's funny. I also heard the other day, how do candles... Like, how does the wax get lower on candles? Because wax is a solid. And I was like, man, I've never thought about that before. And I mean, it's because it turns into a liquid. 
and it mm-hmm. evaporates. And then someone said something about like carbon burning. I don't know. It got like really sciencey to me and I just like really checked <laughs> out. But it made you think. There's just things in our world that you're like, it just does it and you yeah. don't think about it. Like, oh, how's a candle evaporate when it's a solid? I don't know. Why would I blow up a casket? I don't know. I just say it when I'm mad. <laughs> yeah. You and my girlfriend are really similar. She does things like this to me too. She'll like ask me, ask me questions about things that I've never like taken the time to think about. So yeah. it keeps me honest really, but it's also just <laughs> like, why she'll, she'll do this thing where she's like, isn't it crazy how there's just like so many plants? Yes, it is. <laughs> and I'm like, or she's like, how did there become so many plants? Like, and I'm like, dude, I am not, I do not have the answers that you're looking for. <laughs> you're going to have to wait till you meet some higher power to answer all these questions. Cause yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I do that too about everything. It's just like the childlike uh, curiosity. It is. I just, I don't have it anymore. I miss it. You should start thinking about things in a not analytical and literal way. It's a good balance though, you know, because like, it's entertaining for me to hear her thoughts. And then uh, I honestly, most of the time don't have the answer. So it's not like I get to like be the smart one all the time. It's just like, sometimes it bothers me how it stumps me like such a, <laughs> you know, something that I'm surrounded by all these plants and I'm like, how, why are there so many? I don't, I don't know. I don't know the answer. <laughs> you just see, you've just been like assimilated into this, this I'm life. Just, uh, I'm just inept. Like I just don't. I don't focus on things that don't require my focus generally. Yeah. Or I try not to anyway. <laughs> Speaking of plants and all these plants. Yeah. How many, how many plants did you see on your super epic road trip that we we're going to recap today? Thousands. I don't Thousands. know. Thousands. I don't know. Yeah. You didn't keep a plant journal? <laughs> no. Wow. I should have. You had one job on this entire trip to document <laughs> all the plants that you saw. Oh my gosh, my eyes are burning so bad right now, I can't focus, okay. Mm, Yum. All right, so let's get started. This episode is going to be, obviously we took a, about a month, a little over a month break. Yeah. It seems longer than that. Like six weeks. It seems, yeah, a month and a half or so. Mm -hmm. Um, Of that time, you were on this super dope road trip. Yes. Across, across the western half of our of our country. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Do you want to just dig in? I- yeah. So I came up with a list of things while I was on our trip because I read an article about this that because of COVID, like millennials and Gen Zers, a little bit, it's mostly millennials and like your generation, you don't really fall into. Me? I'm a millennial. And if you're born in like 95, it says that you're not a millennial. Thank God. Anyways, it's like, you know, people in their 20s uh, and maybe even up a little bit later 20s, early 30s are traveling like the U.S. and doing these like massive road trips because we are all either furloughed or we're in working from home so we can work remotely Mm -hmm. or you're in school and you're doing school remotely. So it's like, why not do it like from this like campsite? But... Let me tell you, it's pretty romanticized and the influencer life like doesn't talk about a lot. So I came up with a list of stuff that like will show you the reality of it. It is still incredible and like the most beautiful thing you'll see. But 
I think people make it sound like it's just going to be all sunshine and rainbows the whole time. And then I felt guilty when I was crying. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm really, ex- I'm really excited about this now because yeah. it's like the honest, the honest yes. take of the, uh, the Instagram thing yes. <laughs> that people yeah. are doing right now. Yes. There's like a huge TikTok trend now that it's like, you have to stop like romanticizing these travels and just like go for it. And I'm like, well, I'm here to tell you, you can do that, but you're going to, you're going to come to face to face with some demons. Interesting that on TikTok, people are saying to stop over romanticizing things. Yeah. That's all they do. We could do another episode on my opinions on TikTok. So <laughs> we would have differing Let's- opinions. Yeah, I'm sure we would. I'm obsessed. Okay. All right. So let's get into it. I'll tell you off the bat what things were amazing and like my top stops. So um, obviously the coast. We drove all the way to the Oregon, like California border coast uh, to like the Redwoods and specifically like Samuel H. Boardman is the beach we went to. And I've seen the coast before. I've seen that ocean specifically. Mm-hmm. The Pacific Ocean. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I've never seen the Atlantic. So that would the make sense. <laughs> the specific ocean. <laughs> the specific ocean. Um, but it's still just so beautiful. It's just something about knowing that you can't see the other land mass that makes mm-hmm. it freaky for me. Mm-hmm. And we, so the beaches in California, like I used to. Like when I had seen it last, it was in like San Diego and it was so busy and it's packed and it's just like trashed. Like there's just garbage everywhere and it's just like mm-hmm. not pretty or cute or anything. Um, and then like I was going to Mexico to see it, which is like a resort. Like I'm paying for it to be this beautiful. So I was like kind of yeah. it's like kind worried. Kind of manufactured in a way too, yeah. I think. And um, this beach that we saw, there was nobody there and it, is just so gorgeous. It's like black sand. Mm. And we were asking like the locals, I'm like, yeah, so is it normally pretty busy? But like, cause of COVID they're like, no, it's like, nobody knows about it. Like the best kept secret. Right. Well, it's Northern, Northern California, right? Yeah. So isn't it also like kind of chilly sometimes? Um, I mean, it was, a, it was chillier than like when we were in Southern California, but it was still like seventies or eighties. Like, I yeah. wouldn't probably have gone swimming, but I could have hung out there all day. Right. Without, like, a hoodie on. So, the coast was amazing. Red, the Redwoods, I would never seen before. And I didn't know. There's a spot in the Redwoods where you can drive a car through them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no like way. Like, through the center of a tree? Yeah. Like, cut, cut it out? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, there's no way. Like, I understand the concept that these trees are huge. <laughs> But for mm-hmm. for Stefan to like show me pictures of this like car tree thing, I was like, nah, that's not real. But then you yeah. see them and you're just like, they're real. Like they're really that big. I don't have words yeah. for it. Like it's just like you hear about like these really tall, really big trees and you're like, yeah, that makes sense. They're trees. Like kind of all trees are like big and tall. <laughs> Right. That's like their thing. But then you right. like go see the redwoods and you're like, man, my tree at home is like not big you at all. A weak ass tree. Yeah. It's so yeah. I don't know how to like describe it. You just have to experience it. And I know there's the sequoias down in Southern California too, which are similar. You have I 
recommend everyone go and see them at least some point in their life. Yeah. So, this is where they shot a um, scene from Star Wars. Oh, really? Fun the fact. Redwoods or yeah. Sequoia? Um, good question. One okay. of the two is, is where they shot like the, the Endor scenes on Star Wars. I bet it was the Sequoias. I think it's a bigger like national park. The Redwoods are kind of scattered out. <laughs> I'm glad that we're just waiting until I find the <laughs> silence. But uh, Redwood Redwood National and State Park. Oh, I wonder if it was it. the yeah. one we were at then. Forest Moon of Endor was filmed on locations in California's National Redwood Redwood National and State Park. Interesting. So yeah, fun fact. Um, yeah, so we didn't really actually get to stay that long because the California fires were encroaching in on us. So mm. we were there and then like my eyes started burning and I'm like kind of a wuss about that stuff. So I'm like, man, my eyes are really burning. I wasn't going to say anything because I was kind of complaining a lot up to that point. <laughs> and I really wanted to see them. And then Stefan's like, man, we should go. My eyes are really burning. And he like never complains. So I was like, okay, it's bad then. <laughs> Yeah. And we were literally like driving out of the park and I have a video of it that it's like dark orange skies. So we like missed it by like 20 minutes. Otherwise we wouldn't have been able to go. Dang. But fun fact that some of the locals told us and I looked up and confirmed because I didn't believe them that redwoods are insect repellent and fire repellent. And that's how they live to be so big and tall because they're indestructible crazy their bark has something in them i guess and so if they do catch fire their bark just burns but not like the core or the inside of it but i don't know how they tip over i think maybe just storms because mm. there's some that are just like completely tipped over yeah so that uh, um i had no idea i didn't know that yeah fun fact so and then the third one that we were not expecting to be that amazing but was was mount rainier we left the North Cascades because we were, like, not impressed with it. I'm not going to lie. North Cascades is, like, a day stop, and we planned three days to be there because <laughs> everyone was like, North Cascades is, like, way better than Glacier and, like, Yellowstone. It's, like, my favorite. And I got there, mm. and I was just like, really? This is? Mm. So we moved on to Mount Rainier, and it is beautiful. Like, I could have spent a week at Mount Rainier. Really? It's in Washington. Yeah, it is insane. It's the highest point in Washington. It's like 14,000-something feet. And it's just like, I don't know how, I don't know. Okay, this is something that you're going to learn about the things that people don't talk about on Instagram about me, so I'm going to save it. Okay, <laughs> the next thing was Death Valley. That was amazing because it is otherworldly. It is Probably the freakiest place I've ever been. The whole state mm. of Nevada is. I'll never go back to Nevada. Why? I feel like a part of a my desert? soul died that day. Yes. Okay. First, well, that'll. I I got to save the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Death <laughs> Death Valley is nuts. It is the lowest point in the like continental United States, and it's like three hundred feet below sea level. And so that makes it super hot because it's in like a valley. It's like in a canyon. Yeah. So the hot air just circulates. It never mm. gets cool, fresh air in it. And it gets 
like it got up to 135 degrees this summer. Not while we were there, but it was like one of the highest recorded temps. And it's so, it's okay. I'm getting excited about it because there's just so many facts. And I read so many facts about all these places. (laughs) Yeah. Death Valley is a like international dark sky. And there's like several other places we stopped that are like that. What does that mean? And that means that there's no light pollution from any other. (laughs) There's no other like towns or like street lights or anything that would cause it to like not be as dark as like the sky is. Mm -hmm. And it is. Mm -hmm the like you think of like darkness or like where you've experienced like the darkestness mm-hmm. and it's like you have not it is so dark your brain like plays tricks on you because yeah. you can't even see your hand in front of your face it's so dark weird it is weird you're right <laughs> <laughs> i so, can't imagine i can't i literally can't imagine that I'm i'm trying to think of like the darkest place i've ever been but there's still like Maybe your eyes Some being distant, closed. distant light, I guess. But that would be super trippy if, yeah. if that's literally how dark it was. The only like light is from like the moon and the stars. Hmm. So, or your flashlight. So that is like scary to me because I also am pretty much legally blind at night. So I was like <laughs> out of commission once the sun Double set. Edge, yeah. And um, it is so quiet because there's nothing... For, I I don't even say there's nothing for miles. There's nothing for hours. You would have to drive for hours to hit any sort of like civilization. Mm. And it makes it so quiet that your ears start to ring because there's just nothing. Weird. I just like, I can't even say it's silence. It's like the absence of sound because there's not anything else. Yeah. Well, there's like, like, like the... The most, the world's quietest room in some, I think it's in Michigan at the university up there where it's like so quiet that you can only spend a few minutes in there before you start to like go insane. Yeah. Because you can like hear like the blood moving in your body and stuff. Like it's so, that's how it's like, obviously this isn't how Death Valley is, but (laughs) I get, I get it that like when it's so quiet, you like start to get uneasy because you're, you're. You're just used to always hearing at least something like, yeah, like the fan or like, you know, yeah, hearing something. Yeah, exactly. Um, but what's cool about it being so quiet is you can hear the salt popping um, at the like salt flats. And there's a spot called uh, the Devil's uh, Golf Course. And they look like big balls of like popcorn and the salt gets so hot and it expands and you can hear it pop and it sounds like someone's like hitting like a fork like that metal like tinging Hmm. noise and so since it's so quiet you can hear it just going off like all over the like (sighs) valley so that's very cool they do have some freaky animals though and i did not appreciate that (laughs) i'm not a fan of the animals that live in death valley or the rats scorpions and stuff or (laughs) they have kangaroo rats And it's exactly what you think. They're rats that have really big like hinders and they jump like kangaroos and they have these long tails that look like snakes and they're only nocturnal. So they come out at night when no one can see them. Mm. And they literally got so close to us while we were sitting in our like chairs and they were going to like try and jump on my lap. (laughs) I like, and they have bats. Oh, I can't. Just thinking about it. I think they're cute. No, don't even. It used to have a hamster. It did not this jump. It looks just like that. 
No, I'm going to throw up. You didn't experience <laughs> it the way I experienced it. They I mean, were coming for us. Yeah, I wasn't uh, attacked by a herd of them. <laughs> yes, it was seriously like a herd of them. Um, and then my last one of things that were amazing, I could talk about all of the places, was obviously the Grand Canyon. Mm. And I need a new word, but it's like so big. I just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty pretty grand, isn't pretty it? Pretty grand. And so we did a hike... Um, called the North Rim, I think, Kebab Trail, Kebab Trail. And um, it's normally 24 miles down to the center, like to the bottom of the Grand Canyon. And we were just going to do, oh, sorry. No, it's like 16. It's 24 to the South Rim. We were going to go halfway. So that would have been like eight miles down and eight miles back up. And it's really just you hike down Mm. and then you hike back up. Mm-hmm. Normally when you're hiking, it's like a little bit of like flat and then you'll like hike back up. It'll like flatten out. Nope. No, no, no. Not this one. You are yeah. you are straight down for, it was like a 5,000 foot descent of elevation. Ugh. And so we ended up just doing four miles because it was taking us a while to hike. Yeah. And like you hike four miles down something and you think, oh, I've got to be close to the bottom. I just hiked four miles down. Uh-huh. And then you look down and you can like barely see the tops of trees still. <sighs> and you're like, I can't even see the bottom. Uh-huh. And what's even worse is I can't even see the top now because uh, of how much elevation uh-huh. we lost. Uh huh. And it is just... The freakiest thing. It's just so weird. And the like, the like mount, like the sides of this like canyon, you're, you're just like carved into it. And it is so, Mm -hmm. I just don't even know how to, and people are like, oh yeah, like I went to the Grand Canyon and I cried. I'm like, wow, you're stupid. Why would you do that? (laughs) There's this lookout point and we sat there at the end of the, our hike, we had like another mile left and I cried because you just can't like fathom it. It is mm. just so, I think it was like exhaustion was setting mm-hmm. in too. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't know. It's just like one of the most beautiful places I've ever seen. You don't get yeah. that in Nebraska. You don't get that a lot of places, man. There's a lot no. of gems gems in the country. That, that's what I said when you, when you were, I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but while you were leaving, just like to keep in mind that all these places are places that most people will actually never see. Yeah. And you're going to see like all of them in one yeah. go. So that's pretty yeah. wild. It was pretty wild. Okay. Well, should we dive into the not so fun part then? Yeah. I mean, our bread and butter as a podcast is really just to whine about stuff. So <laughs> I think that's what people want to hear. So let's Perfect. do it. Okay. First thing, it gets hella busy in popular parks. So yeah. that is even before COVID. And after COVID, obviously people are like, can't go anywhere so like a Mm -hmm. lot of people that we talked to and met they were like oh we were supposed to go to like jamaica but our stuff got canceled so we came here instead and i'm like same (laughs) (laughs) so like people don't talk about how busy it is so like yellowstone gets really busy but yellowstone is the goat for a reason they have it like set up and like the roads mapped out so well and like your pull-offs so you can have like there's like things called pull-offs where 
you can like come and like park your car to like watch wildlife or just sit or whatever, like look at mm-hmm. the scenery. Um, and they're just, they're huge. They're enough for like five or six cars. Like it's just so well thought through. Like a woman yeah. must have done it. Like I just can't <laughs> imagine. So it being busy was like, um, not that big of a deal because it's so big and, um, the Tetons butt up against it. So there's enough that you could like go to the Tetons if you wanted. Mm. There was an issue though, because of the fires, they closed off one of the roads. So instead of it taking like 20 minutes to get from our campsite to our next campsite, it took three hours because we had to go around the whole park, which you're like, oh, we get to see it. But then you're like driving 30 miles an hour the whole time and you're like, why is mm. this happening to us? How did we right. do? <laughs> and you probably don't realize the scale of it until you have to drive all the way around it. Yeah. And you think, oh, okay, we just have to drive all the way around. Yeah. If you were going 65 or 70, like a normal highway, but you're driving like through a park. So mm. um, yeah. And then like Glacier's really busy and Mount Rainier was super busy, but we were there over Labor Day weekend. So it was like insanity um that leads me into uh, point number two which is kids are everywhere and the parents suck yeah i can only imagine how ridiculous it is yeah because i you can correct me if i'm wrong but having not witnessed it my gut instinct tells me that the parents think that because they're outside they just can let their kids do whatever Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And they probably took this trip because they were sick of being stuck at home with their kids, mm-hmm. but they can't like ship their kids off anywhere and they can't mm-hmm. go anywhere by themselves. So they have to go to a, <laughs> go to a national park and go camping or something. So yeah, yeah. I can imagine yeah. this would be an issue. Yeah. So there's one specific instance. We were at Yellowstone and that's where the uh, geysers and like hot springs are. And there's signs everywhere like for miles that say don't throw stuff into the geysers into mm-hmm. these like hot springs and stuff because once um like the chemical makeup of it is changed it can never go back and these mm-hmm. are like you know quote unquote millions of years old like they're a natural phenomenon so right. a normal person would say yeah i probably am not going to do that that's right. fine the park fault is that they like let dogs in too so like we had heard that some people's dogs had like fallen in because they Ugh. just like don't really care or they like you know right they don't are read just the dicking signs. around yeah uh I hate Stephen, when my dog doesn't read signs <laughs> Stefan just read this morning that a three-year-old fell in because oh, they let their kids just like run all over and the mm-hmm. boardwalk is not like it's not like nice it's kind of like just some two by fours like nailed together and you're like okay if I fall so we were there there was this family of four I think and there are two sons that were probably in like high school or middle school and the kid picks up a rock and just chucks it into one of the geysers Mm. and uh this guy came up he's like hey you can't do that like and the son son just walked away like he just didn't even yeah I don't know the dad told this son before he did it he was like will it make your vacation though if i let you throw it into this geyser and he's like yeah yeah it will i'm like oh my gosh it's not the kid's fault it's your fault because you you enabled him <sighs> yes yeah um, i i can't stand i literally 
cannot stand people that think they're above rules. Mm-hmm. You know, I like I get that rules kind of suck and some mm-hmm. of them are arbi- they seem really arbitrary and you're like, well, will it really be the end of the world? But, you know, at a certain point, if everyone thinks that way, things can get really out of hand. Exactly. So like just they're not just just comply, man. Yeah. That's <laughs> especially the thing, something like, like this. Like it's such a not ridiculous thing to just like respect the rules of the park that you're at so that they can keep it nice so that other people can enjoy it. Exactly. And him throwing the rock in probably isn't going to do a lot, but if everybody throws something in, like cuz I guess people were throwing like pennies and like stuff yeah. in, it it ruins these things that we will never get back. And after seeing these things, like it's just so heartbreaking to see like what the devastation, the fires have caused, like Mm -hmm. that will take years and years to regrow. It's not even rebuilding. Like you can't Mm -hmm. even just like slap together like a new building in like a year or whatever. It's like, Oh, it's just like like generations worth of some of the trees that get burned down have been there for hundreds of years, decades, if not hundreds of years. Yeah. Um, so yeah, kids, uh, we were at the Narrows and kids were just screaming and it's like a tunnel. So it's like the loudest thing you'll ever hear. And Mm -hmm. I was like getting really frustrated and just tired because it's a really difficult hike. I don't care who Mm -hmm. tells you it's not. Um, and even Stefan was like, okay, let's just let them pass us. Cause he was getting really pissed off at them also. I was like, if Stefan gets there, then I know these kids are justified. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, so that's just something you don't see because people are either editing people out of the pictures or they're finding a pocket or they're holding you up on the hike to take this picture Mm. of this view. And you're just like, move, please move. (laughs) I want to take a picture too. (laughs) Yeah. Lady. Uh, point number three. This is the most important one. I thought I'd be prepared for this. But I was Uh, not. So you leave to go on this trip. And what you don't know is that the population of people going is probably doubled because of COVID. But mm. national parks and uh, state parks have cut their employees back, Mm -hmm, either mm -hmm. due to financial restraint because of COVID or because they had to furlough people or because they want to keep their employees safe. So guess what doesn't get cleaned? bathrooms and guess who's disgusting people (laughs) yeah people are disgusting oh my gosh our first stop in shadron literally day one and i was done with it (laughs) give me the details like i I, can't you you can't just like you gotta go all in on this okay i'm here to give get graphic okay i will so Basically, they have these like uh, bathrooms, but it's and they're they're called pit toilets. Um, and it's basically like an upscale porta potty, and some are really nice. Like the Badlands was actually probably uh, one of the better ones we had. Um, and I had a theory that it was the more often it's used, the less flies there are. Uh, hmm. But that was then broken in where was it? There was somewhere that we went, and it that was not the case anymore. Mm, Okay. But so it's basically just a hole in the ground with like a toilet seat sitting on top of it. But there's like, you just see down, but it's like pretty far deep. So it's not like a 
porta potty where it's like right up next to you, you know, mm-hmm. and you can like hear it. It's just like, I don't know. They dig it super deep. Which is fine. You know, I'm like, okay, I'm doing this. We get to Shadron and just the fly situation is too much for me already because they like to like swarm you like this around Mm. your face while you're going. But what Mm -hmm. you don't, what you don't think about when you go is that the flies have to get in there somewhere and you want to know how they get in through the toilet. So guess where they're through like the doors. Uh, probably, but they're living in the, like, oh, God. the toilet seat area. Oh, God. So there's sometimes you're trying to go and they just kind of buzz up next to your butt cheeks or oh, God. <laughs> they bump up next to you. And I was pretty much just like, I don't think I can do this. Like yeah. I have a thing with public bathrooms already. So that was like going to be a big, uh, step in stone for me like that was gonna be a big issue so yeah that was uh that was Shadron and so then we went to the Badlands and it was actually really not bad it's like stinks because it's like a porter potty so you can just like plug your nose because it's a hole full of crap yeah but (laughs) uh and it was like a single use one so sometimes they have like men and women's ones are just like two and they're like gender neutral but this one was just like everybody was using it. So that's why yeah. I was like, ooh, maybe that's the theory. Uh, and there was like no flies. It was like pretty clean. Man, there's just so much I could talk about, like all of these. I feel like Do it. just like every stop. Like, yeah, like, yeah just, it had great bathrooms. But just it was like, like rate the pit toilets at every, at every park. <laughs> yeah. I started doing that on my Instagram, but it just got to be too many. <laughs> like I couldn't <laughs> keep up. Yeah. Um, so like that one was okay. They're, they're pretty like, I don't know. You can, you can shut that part of your brain off for most of them. Mm-hmm. The Black Hills, I cried in because the fly situation, I couldn't and I had to poop so bad <laughs> and I wanted to just poop like, cause we had like a campsite that was right next to the water. Uh-huh. So I was like, it was kind of private. And so I was like, I'm just going to go like dig a hole like and poop. And Stefan was like, no, you're going to use the bathroom. And I was like traumatized from it because the flies uh-huh. were just like up my uh-huh. like legs while I was trying to squat. And like oh, gosh. Yeah, you have to leave. Nuts. The trick is you have to like lean to the side to give them room to come up the side of you mm. so that they don't feel trapped and like freak out up against your legs. So that was the Black Hills. <laughs> but like, would it have been better to like not go like cheek to cheek to porcelain? Like, <laughs> could you could you give your like do like a squat? Give yourself some. Yeah, some that's air what gap? I did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You have to give them room. Yeah. Respect so the flies. Sometimes the flies were a little like intoxicated from the fumes, so you'd mm. have to like kick the toilet, and if they just didn't do anything, you're like, okay, I'm good. But if you like kick the toilet and they're like, then you're like, okay, I'm in battle now. Yeah. I hate flies. Yeah. I hate bugs. Like I yep. hate having things on me. Yeah. Especially when I'm pooping. Like the, yep. the, uh, the, the outhouse, the porta potty thing. Like if it's hot and humid and there's also like a fly in there, like there's a 80% chance I'm going to go postal. Like <laughs> yeah. there's the culmination of like being hot and sweaty and like, having to poop 
like for me to go poop in a porta potty, I have to be like pretty uncomfortable. So I'm yeah. like uncomfortable on all levels. Yeah. <laughs> that would that would send me over, man. Yeah. Yeah. So we really tried to um time our like going pee, whatever, you get in, you get out. Sure. Yep. Um Easy. or you know, go behind a tree. Uh we really tried to time our our number twos on the road so that we could stop yeah. at like a gas station or like a restaurant, you know, like a Mm-hmm. Like an Arby's or something. So, at an Arby's. <laughs> I yeah, I, I I only poop at Arby's. <laughs> I couldn't think of another restaurant. I didn't want to be like a the restaurant. The only thing an Arby's is good for is taking a crap. <laughs> it's not like that's, I'm going to it. Olive Garden to poop. Like, you know, <laughs> to get Taco Bell. That would be funnier. So, okay. So you you have always, for as long as I've known you, which is a while, um, had issues with public bathrooms yeah so do you feel like this has been like a face your fears moment to where like the standard issue public bathroom is taught is like you're not as worried about them now? oh i'm dead inside now yeah, i am so, so dead inside So like you're cool to go poop in like a, a regular public bathroom oh yeah i could sit down yeah okay so i this texted was, this jake was a, a lot this was a transformative experience for you <laughs> like really if you got was. nothing else out of this you can at yeah. least now poop in a public bathroom i'm free now yeah <laughs> I text so okay. We so that what was that the Black Hills? We went to Mount Rainier and we did a dispersed campsite, which basically means like you don't have to make a reservation, but it's like first come, first serve, and it's like super limited. You're lucky mm-hmm. if there's a pit toilet. Mm-hmm. And we went um and we found it and we're like, oh sweet, there's a pit toilet. Cause otherwise it's like you have to use like the outdoors. And we had mm-hmm. kind of been like wanting to, you know, try it out. At that point, by Mount Rainier, we had been on the road for two weeks, and I was done. I was peeing in the woods, like, all the time. I would check out the bathroom sitch, and if it was bad, then I'm full-blown, just, like, Easy decision. Squatting. Yeah. We go, and I'm going to check out the bathroom because I have to pee so bad. And I kid you not, the scene from Benchwarmers, when he opens up the porta potty and he goes, Who did this? And then he vomits (laughs) everywhere. That is exactly what I did because I about that. <laughs> it was horrifying. The sight uh, I saw, it looks like what well, our theory is, is that somebody, Stefan thinks it's a little kid. I think it was a full grown adult based off of the mass. <laughs> based on the volume. <laughs> yeah. Had an accident, took off all their clothes, tried to like cover it up on the floor, left it. And it baked in the heat, and oh. then there was like flies. I w- I thought there uh, like a murder had happened because it smelled like a dead body. Like it smelled uh. like something had died. I was like, oh, something's dead gosh. in the toilet. Like maybe it's an animal. I don't know what it is, but something's dead in there. Oh. We we were there for three days, so I was like struggling because I really had to just always use. I was just peeing everywhere, and. I, I probably smelled <laughs> disgusting. I probably smelled like urine and yeah. everyone probably could hear me because we were right up next to each other. Uh, but we had a view to the bathroom so we could see people walking up to the bathroom, <laughs> experiencing the trauma we did, and then trying to decide if it was worth it. And uh-huh. they'd be like, oh, oh, like gauging how bad they have to go. Uh-huh. And then they'd always just go into the guy's bathroom. Oh, man. I wish you would have like uh, just set up the GoPro like 
and just like montaged all these people like going into the bathrooms and like oh horrified gosh that would have been a good video you really (laughs) missed an opportunity there I really did so that was the worst one I'd ever seen in my entire life and especially on the trip so after that everything else was cake so then we were in we stopped at a rest stop after Bryce Canyon and I had to go so bad but I was still kind of like, oh, man, I don't want people to hear what I'm doing in here because it's mm. going to be it's a couple days backed up. Mm-hmm. And I let the biggest gas bubble out of my body. Nice. And it like echoed. And I did not realize there was somebody else standing in the bathroom with me. And that's when I texted you and I was like, oh, no, <laughs> they've heard me. So still Everyone not ready for it, that. Though. but. Yeah, that was going to be my next question is if you're cured of your like being afraid of people hearing you go to the bathroom Mm-mm. thing. Mm. But I'm definitely like okay with pooping now. And if you get a little ploppage, I'm hey, just like, it, whatever. It's natural. Everyone plops. Yeah. yeah. Everyone I've plops. thought about turning my music on because I'm sure <laughs> everyone would appreciate that, you know? Sure. Yeah. But then I they'd was, have to listen. Like, what would be your poop playlist, you know? Ooh. That's like I a special, especially curated. Yeah. You don't want to waste your good jams on like taking a dump, probably. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe some queen just to like, uh, you know, bump to. <laughs> okay. We've uh. been talking about poop for a while. Yeah. So uh, those are, those are, you need to be ready. My friend, so we mm. had our friends meet us out there like with the last five days. And my mm-hmm. friend Jordan uh, was kind of, sh- she was a little stressed out about it in the situation, I think just cause it's unknown, you don't really know what you're getting at each campsite. And sure. if you're on a hike, you don't really know what you're, what you're going to have to do. There was one mm-hmm. time I was like, I might have to use the woods because it, mm-hmm. I just had to go so bad. Um, she was a champ. She just like, I think she really enjoyed it. She <laughs> pooped everywhere outside. I think it is, it is probably liberating for some. Yeah. To that's just what like, she said. She's like, you just squat and then you just, cover it up and you're done. I'm like, mm-hmm. man, I should have been doing that this whole time. None of those flies on me. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you might get a couple flies. Yeah, but at least they have like room. Yeah. They leave. So that's that. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for listening to our podcast about 40 minutes of poop talk. <laughs> Everyone loves it. Yeah, like, you're Farts right. and poop is funny. I don't care how old you are or how dignified you are. It is funny. <laughs> you're right. So the next uh, one that people don't talk about, and this might just be a personal opinion, but I'm going to go for it, and it might be a little uh, controversial. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The Narrows Hike at Zion is a super popular hike where you, like, hike through a river, and the water gets up to, like, your chest or, like, sometimes up to your neck. And, yeah, it's beautiful. The whole – Zion sucks, though. I (laughs) – all right. <laughs> they, this, okay, if anyone knows Stefan, he is like the nicest person ever and he is so unproblematic. Yeah. There is this old guy, freaking glorified ticket taker, <laughs> reamed Stefan because we mm-hmm. forgot our, after a whole morning, I don't want to get into it. That's a whole different story. And he just yelled at Stefan and he was like, 
don't don't walk away when I'm talking to you. This grown up said that to my grown up husband. Jeez. And I instantly went into like mama bear mode. But what did he forget? What what was the altercation? Give what's like the the TLDR? The yeah. Okay. So we uh had to park outside of the park because it was so busy. They had like okay. overflow parking. And we forgot to bring in our uh, national parks pass back uh. in. We had our like shuttle ticket to get in. Mm-hmm. But we forgot our national park pass. And so we were like late for our shuttle ride. So we were kind of like stressed because if you miss it, you can't mm-hmm. go anywhere. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that was their attempt to like monitor COVID. And it was sure. a nightmare. And uh, so Stefan was kind of like, okay, yeah, sorry, I forgot it. It's in my car. I'll go get it. And the guy is like, well, here's what you're going to do. So we thought he's going to be like, tell them this or whatever. Yeah. Or like pull this up on your phone. And he's right. like, you're going to go to your car. You're going to get your pass. And you're going to put it in your wallet because that's where it belongs. <laughs> and Stefan was like, okay. And he like <laughs> turned to leave because this guy is cl- clearly just being a jerk for no right. reason. And that's when this old guy is like, don't walk away when I'm talking to you. And I was mm-hmm. like, I'm about ready to hit old man right now. Like I'm about mm-hmm. ready to go to jail. I did not mm-hmm. plan for this, but I'm about mm-hmm. ready to be imprisoned. And I almost yelled at him. But I have learned, think for one second. (laughs) It took you this long. (laughs) Yeah. And I thought if I yell at him, he is for sure not letting us in the park. Correct. So I didn't say anything. And he said, I'm going to let you in, but you need to be sure to put your pass in your wallet. And Stefan's like, okay, thanks. And we like leave. And I'm like, I was like fuming. I'm like, I'm going to write a review. I'm Mm. so, I'm so mad. And I told Steph and I was like, how mad would you have been if I would have yelled at that guy and we didn't get in, even though it was justified? He's like, I would probably not have talked to you the rest of the trip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ranger so, Rick was just doing his job, I guess. Okay, no. <sighs> so No, that would have that would have you know I just like I get again with the rules thing. Like I would be like, You're right, like I should yeah. have it. I and get that's it. What we were but doing. for him to just like be a jerk for no reason exactly it's not like we were 16 year olds trying to like argue with you we weren't doing anything we were just standing there listening right (sighs) anyway so the whole zion thing their attempt to control like people in there with uh the shuttles was just a huge misstep on their part it was just Mm -hmm. like poorly executed the shuttle is like horrifyingly bad like Mm -hmm. how backed up it gets Mm mm-hmm um, if I ever went back to Zion, I'd probably bike because it's a pretty small park mm. and you can, it's pretty flat because it's in a canyon. So you could bike everywhere and see a lot of the park and be like, okay, like, you know, it's not like you're biking up a mountain. And this would circumvent the shuttle thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Got it. Like a lot of people biked at Mount Rainier, which is insane because it the elevation is so high and we saw people biking all the way to the top and they mm-hmm. looked dead. Like I think yeah. they died when they got there. <laughs> they probably <laughs> did. They made their summit. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, I was already pissed off about Zion because it was just the worst. And the Narrows um, is really busy. Again, what people don't tell you, it is mm-hmm. probably the most popular hike at Zion or even within those like couple, because they're all really, those parks are all really close together. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, if you love stubbing your toe 
and rolling your ankle for 10 straight miles, then that is the hike for you. Because you're walking in water, right? Yes. That's, that's why, yeah. And it's literally, it's not like you're walking on like gravel, you know, when there's like, when you're at beaches and the sand is like rocky. Right. It's like, it's not that. It's like boulders and they're like rocks that you're trying to like balance on and then you slip and like roll your ankle. Oh, uh, yeah. And that's all it is. I feel There's like no I would I saw when I saw the picture of you guys, like I've always, of course, seen pictures of this place. But when I saw you mm-hmm. guys doing it, the only thing I could think of was like, I hate when my stuff is wet. Mm-hmm. I hate when my feet putting like wet feet back into dry socks or if your <laughs> shoes get wet, like it ruins my day. Yeah. So like I wouldn't, I don't know. How do you do this when like it gets to the point where you're like your pack is getting wet? Is your pack uh, waterproof? You hold it up over your head. You hike uh, like this with it over your head. So we only went as far as it like got up to like our belly button. Mm. And everyone's like, whoa. And it's like kind of <laughs> cool. And <laughs> Whoa, water. It's like, yeah, it's like funny because like you've been walking in this water for this entire time. And now we're all surprised that it's like <laughs> higher. <laughs> I don't know. Look how deep it got. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it gets kind of like. Um, like I'm surprised some parents let their kids go in when it was that deep because the current gets pretty strong. Um, you have to be like, like, and there was some old people too. I was like, this is going to whisk you away. Like you're going to be done. Right. You're made of dust. Yeah. Man, some old people, they can hike. They are. Hey, I mean, you retire and you got nothing else to do. So that's so true. But yeah, so it was just, um, not my jam. Mm. I'm not a huge, let me just stub my toe 500 times and be like, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, it's definitely a, a bummer. Yeah. So that one romanticized maybe. And the, oh wait, that's my last point. So another thing, your car really starts to stink. We slept in our car mm. um, about half the time and then we slept in our tent about half the time. And so you're sleeping where you're driving and like basically living out of and you it just there was a point where we could not figure out where the smell was coming from and I think it was us <laughs> and we just yeah. like grew into the car right. like we felt bad we rented a car giving it back because that car had seen some things and it was disgusting yeah <laughs> it was but to be honest it's probably not as bad as some re- rentals return yeah like i one of my friends used to work at enterprise and he would tell me horror stories about cars that would get returned he's just like how literally how how did you do this yes probably okay people are so gross oh um yeah we we went to um bighorn in wyoming which i could do a whole episode just on bighorn Mm -hmm. because it is besides death valley bighorn was probably the weirdest fever dream i've ever had fever dream like it felt like a dream that I had while I was had a fever of 115 degrees. Like I felt not real. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. So we ended up getting lost in Bighorn. And by lost, I mean, we were like off-roading in the mountains. And we were pretty convinced we ripped off the bottom of our car. <laughs> it was so bad. And Yikes. Stefan doesn't get stressed. And he was so stressed, he blew a blood vessel in his entire eye. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, he does not get stressed. No. That's he hilarious. He is the most like laid back person ever and he was it was bad. Yeah. So, 
The car takes beating. Also, you stink so bad. Your clothes will just... I couldn't get over how bad my clothes smelled. Mm -hmm. I only brought enough clothes. Like, I brought, like, three shirts, a tank top, and two pairs of shorts, of hiking shorts, and then, like, two pairs of, like, bumming shorts. And I wish I would have brought more clothes. Yeah. So, did you, like... You just wore dirty clothes all the time? Yeah, you pretty much wear the same outfit for like three days in a row. You sleep in it. I brought like clothes to sleep in to yeah. change out of. I don't know but if yeah, you, you made like a laundromat stop or something. We made one laundry stop mm. like halfway. Um, and then before our friends came, we didn't want them to smell us. So <laughs> we bought like laundry detergent and we washed it in like our pots. Uh, yeah. And okay. then we like cleaned our pots out. Which actually worked really well. I was kind of salty that we didn't think of that sooner. Yeah, that was like the like last no day. Brainer. <laughs> yeah. Uh a lot of the like facilities to wash your clothes or like shower at the parks were closed because of COVID. Right. Because we were like, Oh yeah, we'll be able to shower like at Glacier. And then they were closed and we were like, No, we oh, have no. to wait now till like Mount Rainier closed. Yeah. So a lot of mountain river water. Uh Stringing up some rinse offs, yeah, yeah, That's pouring right. just like cold jug water over you and gets the job yeah. done. Wet nap shower, <laughs> yeah. We had a lot of body wipe wipe downs, which were great, like hey, those it's were better, great, it's better than nothing, honestly. Yeah, it really did make the difference. My feet were always black because mm. I would wear like sandals, and so using those like just made you feel like a person again, you yeah, know? <laughs> right. Um, and then the last thing nobody talks about because they're doing it is the Insta influencers are taking over the world yeah. everywhere. Paneros mm -hmm. was probably the worst one mm. because it's a pretty wide like path and you would just see them like diverging off to like take this picture where it looks like nobody else is there mm -hmm. and they're just like pose, pose, pose. And it's so funny to watch because I have done it. Mm -hmm. I've done the pose. When we were at Mount Rainier, this girl had her boyfriend take her picture and she's like, okay, take my picture. She was like, ha, 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 acting like she was laughing. And then she's like, okay, did you get it? Like yeah. she was just so <laughs> deadpan after A &B, that. Yeah. Yep. Um, so that was just like a funny thing that we started monitoring was all of the influencers that we've caught. Right. I yeah. wanted to submit them to the influencers in the wild. Is that a thing? Yeah, where they taking take pictures, pictures of influencers taking pictures. That's hilarious. Yeah. I was just going to say, if that doesn't <laughs> exist, it needs to exist. <laughs> yeah. Because that would be incredible. Yeah. So that's my list of stuff. I mean, even just talking about that, I think of more things. I could do two or three more episodes, but. Yeah. That's the, that's the quick and dirty. Right on. Well, um. I think the, the main takeaway question that I have for you here is like, given all of the, the not so great things, like compared to the really great things, do you think you would do this again? Like, obviously I think it's an easy decision to like go to one of these places again or like a mm -hmm. couple, but like, would you do this, um, you know, rent a car, sleep in your car month long trip thing again? Yes. Okay. No questions asked. All right. I think I would um, get a van. Like you can rent those, mm. those like, like sprinter, van. sprinter vans. Just because um, 
you can like leave your bed up, mm-hmm. like tearing down and all that kind of gets to be a lot. You get just a little bit more room to move around. And for a month, it's nice. But I mean, it works great. Yeah. So yeah, I think yeah. that would be, if I was going to do this, that would be how I would do it. It's because I hate yeah. feeling claustrophobic. You would have felt 100% claustrophobic. Like I've done the sleep in the car thing before and it's fine for like a day or two. But after that, yeah. I'm just like, bro, I'm out. Yeah. Stefan <laughs> said he felt like a thousand feet long sleeping in the car. Yeah. Because you're pretty much just where you are. You have to sleep like you're in a sarcophagus, like <laughs> on your back, like a mummy, arms crossed. Cause... Yeah. And Stefan moves like this, like, boom, when he's yep. like rolling over. I and do I'm that like, too. It r- rattles the whole car. <laughs> like a breaching whale. <laughs> jumping out of the water <laughs> and it's so funny because we have a king size bed so i he's like i'll never see you again now when we get home because yep. i don't think we've even like touched each other like yeah. cuddled since we got home because we were so close to each other the whole time mm-hmm. it was just yeah um that's yeah there's a ton of people that do that like i mm-hmm. thought it was kind of more of a niche like rich influencer thing right but it is way more popular like that style of camping the car camping sprinter van camping than i thought yeah and you know you probably don't have to rent the like purpose-built camping sprinter you could probably rent a cargo van and put a mattress in the back and it would yeah you know for less money and serve the same purpose but yeah yeah i think that would be fun like to save up to do it that way because i I don't necessarily think I would call that glamping even because you're still like yeah. going to the campsites and like roughing it to some degree. It's just the yeah. fact of like, like you said, being able to keep kind of your stuff set up so you don't spend like half of every day like reorganizing your, your stuff so you can sleep. Yeah. So Yeah. It, uh, we saw a lot of different variants of it. So there were some people that like just had like plywood that they would like mm-hmm. – make into like a shelf and that was basically where their bed was or we saw the like super nice like done up and there's places that people can rent them from and they're like Mm -hmm. already done and you like rent them for you know however long like you would a car like we did Mm -hmm. I don't know how much more it is but um it might have been nice to spend a little bit more and have like a kitchenette right rather than like these like pots we had which I learned about science there too because (laughs) I melted my pot it literally just disintegrated because I low-key made a bomb. Explain. Okay, I'll tell you. Yeah. So at Mount Rainier, we had bought Jimmy Deans, and I was trying to figure out the best way to just heat it up without uh-huh. burning it. Uh-huh. And so I wrapped it in aluminum foil, and I had set our pot on top and put the lid on, and the lids were kind of flat. Um, and there was like these little steam holes that I didn't realize were important. And I covered it with <sighs> oh, the geez. Jimmy Dean. And so Stefan, who is smart, uh, explained to me that the heat was heating up in the pot and was creating energy, and there was nowhere for the energy to go because the steam hole was covered Uh and the lid was sealed shut. Like, it wasn't just, like, tilted. It was, Uh like, compacted. So instead of – he said instead of it exploding – and I was like, it would have exploded? And he's like, no, the Jimmy Dean probably would have went, like, flipped over. But instead of that happening, the entire bottom of the pot like detached from it and then uh, just melted into the burner because the burner gets so hot, it just like literally became like pieces of paper. Like it was just like 
crazy. Crazy because it's like, you know, aluminum or metal or whatever. They're like <laughs> yeah. super cheap, like pots <laughs> from the 70s. Aluminum but... or metal or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I would, yeah. that would have been nice to have like, some people had like burner sets. That would have been nice too. Like you learn, you know, mm-hmm. how much you want to rough it, how much you don't. And mm-hmm. so those are kind of the things we would have, we would have splurged now that we know. Yeah. And I think if you were to do this for like a week, it would make a lot more sense to spend the money or maybe not. I don't know. Depending on who you are, like I would be more apt to spend the money to do it for a shorter period of time and do it with like the nice van. Otherwise it would like really add up. But then also the flip side of that is like, if you're only doing it for a short period of time, then maybe you don't. Then just rough it. Yeah. 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 Now that I'm thinking about it, maybe I wouldn't do that, but who knows? Um, yeah. I did have some other questions here. Um, if you if you want, um, just because yeah, I'm, gen- I I'm, I'm just squeeze you in. I'm just genuinely interested. <laughs> okay. um, so the first one was we, we we've kind of talked about it, but um, what are some things that you thought worked well, and some things that you specifically would do differently now that you've done it? Like maybe not melt your pots. Are there any other <laughs> things like that? Um, I think the things that worked well is. I did a lot of research on like how to pack the car. Mm. And so I had bought these like tubs um, from Target. And so we had like a kitchen tub, a bathroom tub, like a food, like a dry food tub. And then we kind of had some like other boxes of like food that didn't really fit. Mm -hmm. But so everything always had a place and it all stacked together. So um, once we got our rhythm, like right when I wish I would have taken a picture of our car right from the beginning. We just like threw stuff in. We didn't really know what we needed and where. Right. Once we figured that out, it was super easy to like always pack the car up because we knew where everything went. Right. We always knew where stuff was. So if like, well, I mean, I always knew where mm-hmm. stuff was. Mm-hmm. Stefan um, likes to hide things from me. <laughs> right. Of um, course. So that worked really well. And... Stefan has said that he was surprised by how well we got along <laughs> mm-hmm. because something people were like, oh my God, you're going to just want to kill each other by the end of that. Like you're going to fight so much. And mm-hmm. we did fight. Like I'm not going to like make it seem like we didn't. And I cried a lot more than I wanted to. <laughs> yeah. But like Stefan explained it to me that camping, you're removing like you're putting yourself in like a uncomfortable position already. Right. Like, camping is. And I realized like you're removing all of your amenities from your life. You're mm-hmm. only focusing on shelter, food, water. And like then once those are taken care of, then you can like add in the other things. Mm-hmm. So you're like already a little stressed out. And me and Stefan really worked well with our communication. And uh, when one person was stressed, the other person would like hold it together. And then mm-hmm. we would switch. Um, and so by the end of it, Stefan was like really proud of like how in sync we could get. Mm. Like we knew um, how someone felt like based off of our like mood, which is like never really happened for us. And we were just so in sync with like our schedule. Like we knew what we needed to do when we got up. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, that was kind of cool to, it felt like a reality TV show or like survivor or something, Yeah, you know? And so like, we were like, where's the prize when we got home? <laughs> yeah. Did you, uh, uh, do you feel like you learned anything about Stefan having been in a car with him for a month, like six inches yes. away from him the whole time? 
I've been married to him for eight years and I have been with him for 10. So I thought I knew everything about him. But the funny, like it was so funny for me because I knew we did things differently and I knew we thought differently, Mm -hmm. but my goodness, I did not realize how differently (laughs) we process situations. Sure. And so I learned that and I like learned the way he thinks a little bit better Mm -hmm. um, because you have to. And something that he kind of learned about himself that helped me is that when he gets like an idea in his head or like, um, like a plan, like that is it. That is the only, he can't like really see all the options, Mm -hmm. which is not like a bad thing. That's just like, he's a very, uh, focused mindset Mm -hmm. and I'm able to kind of see options A through Z. Um, so that was like good to learn because Mm -hmm. that was always been an issue for us to like, I'm like, well, that's not the only way to do it. And he's like, no, it is. I'm like, but there's like all these other things, you know, that we can take into consideration. Right. Uh, So yeah, that helped too. Yeah. And he, that's his ideal life. Like I learned that he, like I've never seen him so like energized and like alive Hmm. and just like mentally focused. Like he's a very smart person but I just, it challenged him in a completely different way than his life normally does. Mm. And he was like, I was made for this. I'm like, I see it. Crazy. <laughs> I, I don't, I wouldn't, uh, I don't know that I would expect that from him. Not that I yeah. think he's soft or anything, but like, he doesn't strike me as like the mountain man type. Oh, he was, he was all, all about it. Cool. Yeah. So. Uh, that was cool. Um, things I wish I did different. I wish I would have brought more clothes, specifically underwear. Mm. Um, and maybe like another hoodie because all my hoodies started to smell like campfire then. Mm. I didn't have anything really to change out. So everything I had read research-wise was like how to backpack for 30 days. So they're like, don't bring a lot of clothes because you have to carry it. So I kind of just like applied all of those rules to us because it's the same concept. But then I forgot that like I have a little bit more room. Yeah. So Stefan brought like a duffel bag full of stuff and I just brought a backpack. That surprises me. I'm Yeah, that, I know. Yeah, I don't believe you actually, but. <laughs> okay, well, I did. And I packed the backpack and I was like, I know I'm going to regret this because uh-huh. of how little I'm bringing. But. It was super nice because Stefan's duffel bag took up like a whole part of the uh, right behind his driver's side seat Mm -hmm. and mine just took up a little spot. So Mm. I knew exactly where all my stuff was. I knew exactly where all went, whereas Stefan's stuff kind of was like everywhere because he didn't like to put it back in his bag. Uh, So, yeah, I probably would have packed a little bit more, maybe just a bigger backpack. Mm -hmm. I brought like a small backpack. Mm -hmm. Maybe like a backpacking Um, sized backpack. Yeah, or a small duffel bag style. But yeah, yeah, that's there, probably that. Was there anything that you didn't need? Um, things that you had that you found that you didn't need or things that you wished you had but didn't have? Uh, we brought a thermos that we never touched and it just rolled around in the back <laughs> and it was so annoying because it didn't fit anywhere either. Uh-huh. So it was like this obscure item. Uh-huh. Um, we kind of brought, we brought too much food of one thing and not enough of another 
So like we brought a ton of stuffing and then like no protein to go with it. So it's uh, like I'm not gonna just sit and eat box stuffing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I wish we would have brought so we had our cooler and we thought that like stuff would go bad a lot quicker than it mm. did, but we were stopping for ice enough because we had enough we had so much beer <laughs> that we needed ice. Essentials, yes. Yeah, that we could have definitely brought like hot dogs and like lunch meat or like salami, uh-huh. like dried salami or something, which we ended up getting um, like cheese and crackers, which worked really well while we were hiking. Uh-huh. So I wish we would have brought more of that. I'm really glad we didn't like cook hamburgers or something because mm. we did that one night and it was a mess and it took forever to clean because mm-hmm. the grease gets everywhere. Um, but yeah, I think we could have done better on the options for food because I was so sick of like starches by the end. Yeah. We got like our dehydrated meals, which worked really well and they're actually pretty good, but I could not choke down mac and cheese anymore. Really? Okay. It was just like too heavy and it was way too cheesy to eat almost every single day. Mm. And then we had pad thai, which was pretty good and a chicken risotto and we ended up mixing the chicken and risotto with like cheesy rice packets mm. that we bought. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so good. <laughs> and it was our last one. And I was uh, like, no, we've been eating it plain. Yeah. So I would, yeah, I just, I didn't know what to bring and I didn't know what we would need. And so I definitely would have brought like, like Ashley, when she met us out there, she brought um, tuna like packets mm-hmm. and she made uh, like cheesy rice and mixed it. So it tasted like a tuna casserole. Mm. I was like, oh, that would have been so good to but have. You don't, you don't like tuna, do you? I love tuna. Oh, really? I, yeah. I was going to suggest that, uh, you know, before you left, but I thought you didn't like tuna. I eat tuna like every day at home. You didn't do, you didn't think of like canned chicken either, did you? Did you like, I hate canned chicken. Yeah, it's weird. I, I yeah. prefer tuna over canned chicken, honestly. Yeah. But yeah. But like at that point, I think canned chicken, we were mixing it with enough. We would yeah. have been adding it to like mac and cheese that you probably wouldn't have tasted it. Right. We bought um this like vegetable protein though, which was so cool. I was really not expecting it to work well and I was kind of nervous. Mm. Um, it's like soy protein and I don't, they call it vegetable protein, but it's like the only ingredients like soy. Right. Plant-based. I don't know. Plant-based. Yeah. And it's like spongy. So it takes on the form of like ground beef. Really? Like it looks like ground beef. I remember you talking about this now. Yeah. But it tastes, takes the taste of whatever you cook it with. So I mixed it with ramen and like the chicken ramen. Mm. And it was so good. Like by the end of it, I was pretty sick of it because yeah. it's like kind of a weird texture, but right. it worked great for what we needed. Sure. And I was reading the ingredients on or the stuff on the back and it was saying like you could add it to chili to mm. get like extra protein at home. And I was like, that's a great idea. Or you like add it to meatballs because it's flavorless, but it's mm-hmm. like the same consistency. Yeah. So that worked great, but we really fumbled the pass on like variety. There was, we had so much peanut butter. I was so sick uh, of almond butter by the end of it too. Yeah. And I love almond butter. Man. Yeah, those nut, yeah. those nut butters. People I I remember I used to eat peanut butter all the time for uh in high school and, and wrestling. Uh-huh. And I like 
I don't really like it anymore just because of I, I ate so much peanut, so many yeah. peanut butter sandwiches like at wrestling yep. tournaments. I would just take a jar of peanut butter and a loaf of bread and that was like all I brought for food. It like makes me sick to think about it now. Yeah. Same. It's just, it was so heavy and I got different varieties. So like the RX butter, um, mm-hmm. they had like vanilla and cinnamon. And so like the vanilla one tasted like a Christmas cookie or something. Mm. And so I would just like sit there in the car and eat those. <laughs> and then like by week three, I was just like, I can't. And like all of our cliff bars had peanut butter in them. And mm-hmm. I was like, I can't eat these. That's a rough texture. Like cliff bars, I can't do those anymore either. I used to eat those yeah. way too often. They're, they're, yep. Something about them. I, they make me sick now. <laughs> yeah. But. So. Well, cool. Well, it sounds like it was, um, you know, a good experience. Definitely. Worthwhile. I recommend it. Good. Good. Yeah. So. Back to this, every week, Jake and I do a go-to for the week. So, Jake, what has been your go-to this week slash the last six weeks? <laughs> yeah. Um, so this one is kind of, it's my go-to, but there's some caveats that I'll talk about. So okay. my, my go-to right now is the AirPods Pro. Um, I recently became one of those, you know, like the stereotypical gym meathead that wears AirPods mm-hmm. at the gym. Mm-hmm. Um I have this bad, this bad uh, tendency of running my Bluetooth headphones through the washing machine. Um, so like the last, the last like three or four pairs, I've gotten in this cycle of like buying, I always buy like high quality Bluetooth headphones for the gym because it's one of these things that's like, it's important to me. I want it to like be a good piece of equipment, something I'm going to use every day. I'm very picky about how things feel and sound rec- or, uh, regarding like headphones. Um, but you know, I've basically bought the same pair of headphones every year for the last three or four years, just because like something happens to them. Like most, I I washed, I ran the most recent pair through the wash and that's like the second or third time I've done that. But like the pair before that, they like, they fell out of my gym bag in my apartment. Like I had no idea. I put them in the same place that I always put them and somehow they like fell out of my gym bag. Uh-huh. And then I couldn't find them. And the next day I went, I was walking out to my car and I saw them in the parking lot. And I was like, oh, there they are. I ran over to them, completely run over by a car. Oh, You know, so I was like, I feel like I can't catch a break with, with this one particular style of head bu- earbuds. And it's not really their fault. You know, I'm just an idiot. But I also was starting to, they were the kind that like connected. They're Bluetooth, but they connected with a, you know, a cable to connect yeah. the left and right side. And I like... I don't know. It was like catching on my neck enough and like they would fall out if I was doing certain things just because like the weight of the wire pulling pulling on them and stuff. So uh-huh. I was like on the fence for a while about I was like next time I need to buy headphones. I think I'm going to try the <laughs> AirPods. And then like two days later, I couldn't find my headphones and then I found them in my shorts in the dryer. Um, oh, no. So I was like, OK. And so if you're listening, you're probably like, why would you buy more expensive headphones? You're just going to run them through the, dro- the washer. Here's my, my strategy. Okay. okay. With these other ones, I had to, like when I left the gym, I would take them out and I would put them in my pocket because like now that I'm not, I'm going to a gym that's across the street from my house, I don't take a gym bag with me. Whereas before I would oh. like take them out and put them in my gym bag, right? So I've got... I've been bad about putting them in my pocket and then I forget about them. I take my shorts off when I get home and I throw my shorts in the dirty, dirty clothes. And so there's like, 
depending on what day it is, usually if it's like a Saturday workout or something, I just throw mm-hmm. all my clothes in the wash at that point because it's like my whole week of laundry. So if it was like a Saturday workout and I left them in my pocket, then they're oh. for sure getting washed. But with the AirPods, um, they have a, a charging case. And so, and they're so light. Um, I just leave them in when I leave the gym until I get home. And then I get home and I put them in the case. Because with, mm. with the AirPods, like you can turn on, I don't know if this is technically like legal or okay, <laughs> but you can turn on, with the the pros you can turn on transparency mode where it the headphones have microphones in them for like calls and stuff uh-huh. so it basically pumps the sound from whatever's happening through the microphones into your ear so it doesn't sound like you have plugs in you can hear everything oh. that's going on so like when you're driving and you have it in transparency mode obviously i don't have music playing through them but it like i can't really even tell that i have plugs in it's not like i can't hear things going on yeah. And I'm only driving two blocks to get home. Yeah. I wouldn't do this for like a 20-minute drive or something. So, so far, these have never touched the inside of my pockets. Oh. So I'm, I'm feeling good about them. They're super lightweight. Um, there, there are other versions of like this style where they're like truly wireless, a left side and a right side, and they go in a case. Um, but those ones all seem like really bulky to me. I wanted mm-hmm. these ones because they're really light. They're really low profile. Um, so I really like them. They have active noise canceling. So like in the gym, you can turn on the noise canceling and like you still hear like you still hear some things like yeah. it can't cancel everything. But um, you don't realize how noisy like I go to Lifetime Fitness. It's like a big gym. You don't realize mm-hmm. how noisy it is in there until you like have something with noise canceling and then you take your earbuds out and you're like, whoa, there's yeah. like all this white noise, like music, other music playing, yeah. all this stuff. And I used to be able to like hear everything um, with my other earbuds and it was like mm-hmm. kind of obnoxious to me so yeah um, I really enjoy them so far I have had to replace the right side the left side and the charging case because uh, I think I just got a bad a bad pair like the the noise canceling on the right side stopped working um, the good thing is Apple has been really good about just like if you contact them and you say here's my issue they'll like run through the troubleshooting with you but then after that they're like okay, it sounds like we need to just replace it. And then they just send, mm. they send you one and then you send yours back after you get the new one. So like there's no mm. lapse in um, being able to use them, which has been, it's been pretty yeah. painless. It's just, it's a pain that I've had to replace. Like I wish they would have just replaced the entire thing at once yeah. instead of doing it piecewise. Yeah. Um, but I got them on sale on Amazon. So it's like still been worth it for me. Um, I don't know that I could recommend them to everyone because they are expensive, but, and they don't stay in my ears all that well. To be honest, I had to get like different, I had to get those foam um, ear ear tips so that they can kind of yeah. like conform to my ears. They still don't fit perfectly, but they fit better than like the silicone that comes with them. So uh, they get mm. the job done. Um, and I really enjoy them for like, um, just like casual listening. I can't stand like my other earbuds. I could only wear them in the gym. So it seemed kind of silly that I would spend like $150 on earbuds that I was only using at the gym. But these, like I can really see myself using these like on a plane when I get to travel again. Um, I've used them for work. Like um, sometimes my laptop, if I have like a Teams call with a lot of people in it and they're all like using video and I'm trying to do other things on my laptop, it'll completely bog down my laptop. But I have yeah. the Teams app on my phone. So I just throw in my ear, my AirPods and like do the call with my phone. 
and then have my computer like decoupled oh. completely. So it's helped me in that way. Um, so I'm, I'm a pretty specific use case for this kind of thing. But yeah, um, a couple of weeks ago, I took him to, this was like a couple of days after I got him, I took him to, I did the, you know, hipster thing of going to the coffee shop with my laptop mm-hmm. and throwing in my ear pods to, to get some work done. And I couldn't hear anything that was happening in the coffee wow. shop. So yeah. that's crazy. Um, and there's like, there's better sound canceling headphones that go over your ear, but it's hard to, it's really hard to beat like the form factor of like this little like uh, postage stamp size. Well, it's bigger yeah. than that, but like this little case and they're so lightweight. I forget that they're in most of the time. I've fallen asleep with them in a couple times, which wow. I could never do before. So yeah, um, I'm kind of an Apple junkie these days. I really like it it works so well when it works. Um, it works so well with the iPhone and everything. It's it's seamless. So, yeah, I'm a fan. So not sponsored. Not sponsored. Um, yet. Yeah. Hopefully, I'm supposed to get the. I just got the replacement case today, and I'm supposed to get the left side bud um, in the next couple of days. So, hopefully, after all that, I don't have any more issues. <laughs> We'll see. Uh, I might um, I might amend my review in a couple of weeks if I'm still having problems <laughs> yeah. with them, but they've been they've been good so far, all things considered. So that's good. Yeah. What is your go to the last few weeks? Um. So mine is actually just within the last week. My sister in law gave me her weighted blanket, which I have wanted one for years, and. I have been having a really hard time sleeping and I wasn't sure what it was. I thought it was like medical at first, like, um, cause my heart would race. I would get like really itchy and like it super hot. That's and weird. yeah, so I was like, man, what's going on? And I looked it up and it's due to anxiety and stress. It's a very mm-hmm. common thing. Um, you get really itchy because all your nerves are firing at the same time. And then you obviously get like a really big hot flash. Mm-hmm. And then your heart's racing. That's like a natural reaction to anxiety and stress. But it's, I was, I realized that it was that bad because my watch, I looked at my heart rate and my stress level at the same time. At like one in the morning when I was about to fall asleep, it like hit this like anxiety. Mm. And I looked at it and my stress level was like at, what I normally was when I was like training for an Ironman. Yikes. And my heart rate was at like a hundred and something, which is too high for when you're trying to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. It's like way too high. Yeah, that's pretty high. So my body was under like immense stress trying to sleep. And like, obviously you can't fall asleep like that. Mm-hmm. And it would be like, I would like fall asleep and then it would happen and it would like wake me up. Mm-hmm. So I was never really in or in like a deep sleep. I was getting pretty uh, desperate and like kind of losing my mind because I was like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. And I didn't think it was going to be, so before our trip, it was happening. And then I was like, okay, well, this will be a big tell if it's something like medically wrong with me because it'll still happen Mm -hmm. on the trip. Didn't happen at all while we were on our trip where Mm. I'm in a pretty stressed out situation. I get home and it's like day three and it happens instantly. I was up till 3 a.m., couldn't fall asleep. I was like, oh my God, no. Right. So I had read that like weighted blankets help because especially people who work on the computer all day, your mind is just so active. Mm. You're so anxious or stressed out and then you try to go to bed and your body just doesn't understand that. Right. 
So the weighted blanket, the first night I had it, I slept for 11 hours. And Stefan said it was like I was dead. Mm. I was so asleep. Mm -hmm. Like he is loud as hell. And Ashley will admit Mm -hmm. he slams doors. Mm -hmm. He like gets out of bed like, I'm awake. (laughs) You know, he's like knock every wall in the house. And he like doesn't understand that other people are still sleeping. Right. He said he got up at like one because he he had like taken a nap. So he's like, I got up and couldn't really sleep. So I went to the living room to watch TV. Normally that would wake me up. He got up at like 6 a.m. I didn't hear him. He got up to work. I still didn't hear him. And he's like, did you hear me get up at all? And I was like, you did? (laughs) He's like, no. He's like, yeah, you didn't hear me. I'm like, no, not at all. So Hmm. it's taken a little getting used to because on days where I'm really anxious, it is almost too much. Like, yeah, you kind of feel suffocated. It's like 15 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. In the first few days I had it, my muscles were really sore Mm. because it's just like laying with 15 pounds on you for eight hours Mm -hmm. and you're not likely to move because of how heavy it is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so like my hips hurt really bad and like my quads hurt just from like the pressure. Um. And if I'm really like anxious or whatever, I'm like trying to like fidget with it to get it right. And mm. it's so heavy and you can't like pull it mm. like just a normal blanket. Mm-hmm. But last night I got it. I got a good position going and I was like cuddled up with my pillow and had it just right. Man, I slept so good. Good. Yeah. I feel like a new person. I've wanted to try those too. Um, I haven't been sleeping. I don't know either, if you'd like it. I don't think I would. That's why I've, I've never <laughs> gone for it, but. Yeah, it it would be nice to have mine. to have something that would keep me from moving around too much at night because I've yeah I've actually like uh injured sort of injured both of my shoulders recently and I've noticed that like I sleep on my side so like mm-hmm. I can do all this like mobility stuff and like stretch out during the day but then when I go to sleep I'm like mm-hmm. you know completely mm-hmm. undoing all that for eight hours um, while I'm sleeping so I would I would like to be able to start sleeping on my back or on my stomach but like i just i naturally just move out of that position if i can even fall asleep that way Mm -hmm. yeah you can try mine but i do know people love it or hate it yeah and it it can get kind of hot just because it's heavy Mm -hmm. so like i was sleeping with just that for a while but yeah uh, i definitely can't sleep if i'm hot so probably probably a no-go for me yeah been life-changing though you take a cup of cbd drink a cup well you know (laughs) the dream (laughs) i know what you mean i take a cup of cbd damn yeah that'll do it (laughs) you sure it's the blanket helping or (laughs) yeah it's not the blanket at all you drink that your dream cbd put your weighted blanket on Mm. zonked for 10 hours yeah that sounds great it is All right, guys. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Relatively Relatable. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and write a review of our show if you haven't already. And to stay connected with us, you can find us on Instagram at Relatively Relatable Pod. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.